0: Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B.
1: Today is the first day of school here in Tallahassee, Florida.
0: It's a Thursday, which is bizarre to me.
1: Mm -hmm. It is bizarre, but I bet you the teachers were very happy to have last week and the beginning of this week to get prepared. Yeah, I'm so excited because... I think the title of this is The First Day of School and NVC is front and center.
0: Front and center. In one school. One, one down. Just a few more to go. How many schools are there in the world? Just a couple.
1: I wonder how many. I think there are we'll millions. Find out. Not billions, but probably millions of schools.
0: Hundreds of millions?
1: I don't know, but a lot. And we've got one. Actually, there are more. I mean, there are definitely more seeds that have been planted and Really, it's two schools right now here locally that I think have really adopted it because there's a charter school that I think is fully on board. And I have a lot of educators in different places. But but, this
0: specific school is going whole hog. Yeah, I want to talk about
1: what's really going on with this school because it's a dream. It's a dream come true for me. Why is that? Well, first of all, this is a school that serves here in Tallahassee. It's like two schools in one, and one of the schools called Success Academy serves kids that are significantly behind, at least two grade levels behind. And then the other side of the campus is what's called Second Chance. So that's the school that serves all the kids in our district. There's like 60 to 80 of them that have been expelled from their homeschools. So most people would think that these are our kids that are, quote, the most difficult kids in our community. So that's who these folks are serving. And just some backstory on this was right about 10 years ago, I'd say, when I was working at the restorative justice program, a lot of the kids that we were working with went to these schools. And I had a kid who had a like all of them really. And that's not a judgment. I think that's observational had some really significantly hard things going on in his household. Specifically, his mother had met a guy that was in prison. I don't know how that happened, maybe through some church thing or something. She became friends with this guy that was in prison, and then ended up marrying the guy while he was in prison. And the guy was in prison for not keeping physical safety when it came to other women in his life. When the guy got out, he did things to this woman that didn't meet needs for a physical or emotional safety. And this young boy was in the house at the time, kind of as the protector of his mother. And one of the things that happened while he was working with me was his mother got run over by this guy when he took her car in the middle of the night. She ended up kind of chasing after him. And he ran her over in front of this kid. She didn't die, but she was significantly harmed. All of that was going on with the youth when he got in trouble at school, at the Success Academy. There's and a lot of
0: context Yeah, there.
1: Uh, And actually there usually is, and without empathy, people don't know it. So in fairness to the educators, they're just teaching. They got other things going on. They don't have the time. It's not built into what they do to give empathy. That's changing. That's what we're going to talk about here. And so they they didn't know these things were going on for the kid. Anyways, the kid got in trouble because he wrote some things up on the board that were interpreted as threatening to a teacher. So he ended up getting suspended. And I remember that there was a meeting with him. And I went with him to that meeting and beforehand I had prepped him to listen with giraffe ears, to listen for needs of the people. I told him that I would do my best to help them maybe hear some of his needs so that there could be some understanding. And I remember I went in there and it really went south quickly. (laughs) Like there was a lot of blame and judgment, what I would call blame and judgment towards the kid. I really was mourning compassion and understanding for this youth. And I mean, it wasn't as a result of that moment, but I'm sure it was a contributing factor. The kid ended up in prison. He's still in prison to this day. It was very sad, very, very sad. And I just remember feeling so sad because I'm like, man, I knew so many of the kids in that school and I knew every one of their backstory and was like thinking how much it would be so helpful if the school people knew NVC and approached things first with empathy for those kids feeling pretty like never going to happen because there was so much resistance. You know, there was not a willingness at all to hear. And I had thoughts that those people thought I was crazy in the moment, felt really insecure leaving there. Anyways, here we are, fast forward 10 years, and they've had administrative changes several since 10 years. Their new principal is what I call deeply trained in NBC, and she gets the significance of it. So yeah, there's a lot of things happening there. A lot of things that are happening there.
0: Are most of the teachers trained up in NVC at this point there?
1: So not most, but a good amount of them. There's a handful that have been getting trained with me for three or four years now. So that's happening. Today's the first day of school. So today and tomorrow and Monday, every kid in the school, I worked with two of the teachers, one who has been working with me for a long time, one who went through my intro class last summer and is actually the NVC specialist on campus. They have an NVC, he's a literary coach slash NVC specialist. That's his title on the campus. Campus. The campus has been declared an NBC school. The principal told everybody at the end of last year, we're going to have NBC as the backbone to everything that we do here. So if you're not comfortable with that, that's okay, but maybe you should be in a different school. Like I said, I trained up two teachers that are now running three classes a day today, tomorrow, and Monday. With about 25 kids so that every kid in the school is going to have the very first base lesson on needs, universal human needs, and how all conflict is about an unmet need so that they understand that concept going into the school year. And they're also going to have it when new kids come in, like they get that lesson because it's part of the backbone of the school. Truly, it gets better. The school is mostly technology-based. Like they have classroom teachers, but a lot of the content is on a computer. So whenever they go into a classroom, they have to log in. So in the morning, when they log in, along with putting in their name, the first thing that is going to come up on the screen to log in is what are you feeling right now? And what needs are being met? What needs are not being met? And they have a little drag and drop thing with the needs on it so they can drop it in and say what needs are being met and what needs are not being met. (laughs) I know. Wait, see, I know. And then that information goes to their homeroom teacher. So they know, okay, this is what's going on with them. Yes. They're also doing that midday. They're having a circle midday in each class where they're going to circle up and self connect and do some restorative work with the kids. Every teacher is being asked for every period to put up on the board. Right now I'm feeling this and I have needs for this being met. I have needs for this that are not being met so that there's clarity to the kids. And. <laughs> <It> was amazing <laughs> I know. What a dream. I, it's crazy. And they have very intentional interventions. So when a kid is having a rough time or showing behavior that they are not enjoying, they have very specific things that they're doing, like empathy being one. And all the administrators have been trained up in empathy. All of the teachers, many of them have deep skills. Some of them have the baseline. I did some baseline training a week or so ago with them and all the paraprofessionals, like the aides in the classrooms. And they're going to be getting more training for me as the year goes on. So they know if a kid is acting a certain way, how to give empathy and what that looks like. They're collecting data when they do those interventions so that the kid can let them know this is how I was before the intervention. This is how I am after the intervention. So they're going to be collecting like survey data on that. They have contracted with us. So I have the Bigby Method personnel that's going to be going in weekly with the kids on the second chance side, which those are the kids that have been expelled. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have an empathy buddy or several of them will have empathy. Empathy buddies that are trained TBM folks that are going to be giving them empathy regularly during the week.
0: This is so immersive, complete immersion. That's so exciting.
1: It's so exciting. I can't even believe it. And also last year, every week I met with the principal and gave her empathy, which is very important that everybody in the system, not just the kids, but everybody has the ability to get empathy because we all get triggered and we have things happening and it's hard to stay present so that the leaders also. Get support. And they talked about how now they do that just naturally with one another. Like when things are happening at the school site, the adults there know to give one another empathy, to give each other support. So it's amazing what is happening there. It's a dream come true, especially in contrast to my experience there 10 years ago, and my sadness over the kids not having a trauma responsive process in place for them. And now all of that is changing. So we have some preliminary data from last year, looking at the number of discipline referrals for teachers that were trained versus teachers that were not trained. And even that data is quite a Astounding, But it's preliminary. I do have some researchers that are going to be publishing that data, but I can't wait until the end of this year because I feel very hopeful. I'm even cautiously saying certain that they're going to see some major changes around behavioral issues at that school and connection and community building. I just can't wait to see what the results are going to be. So I just wanted to share that because it's a big win.
0: That's huge. It's taken 10
1: years to make it happen, but it's a pretty big win.
0: You've witnessed transformation. Well, almost.
1: We're moving in that direction. Now, like, they have the intention and they have the processes in place, and now, Today's the first day of school, so let's go, you know? <laughs> then it's not like, ah, everything's great. Doing this stuff, it's hard. It's really hard work. So kudos to them because it's a lot easier on some level to just suspend a kid and kick him out of the school. That's a whole lot easier, and it might seem safer like to contribute to needs to safety more so. But then the kid comes back and then they're angry and there's not been communication, there hasn't been learning. So all of that, like a kid getting suspended now, there's gonna be and VC dialogue around all of that. So there's lots of clarity around what was going on for the kid, what's going on for the school, what are the needs in play, how do we move forward, honoring needs.
0: Yeah, connection, communication. I'm guessing needs for you around achievement and productivity and growth are being used.
1: Yeah, I mean, achievement, it's fine. It was mostly just heartbreaking to know those kids so deeply and know what the crazy stuff going on in their lives and then not to have compassion or awareness of that and work with them in the learning environments deeply like providing them emotional support you know you could just see like here's my thinking here's my dream there's so much data now on what's called the school to- prison pipeline have you ever heard of that mm-hmm. so for people that don't know the school to prison pipeline there's so much like data that shows now that the kids Kids that are suspended and expelled are the ones that end up in our prison system, the school to prison pipeline. So there's so much work right now around not suspending kids. But what we're doing is we're maybe not on paper suspending kids, but we're not actually changing the way that we're interacting with the kids because most people don't know how to do it. They don't know how to build in the systems around this, right? So now A kid says, fuck you to their teacher. In the past, that would have been like, you're out of here. Okay, well then the kid's out of school and there's no learning there. There's no accountability for the kid. They just get a punishment and that's it. And that's the kind of kid that eventually ends up in our prison system. Now a kid says, fuck you. Oh no, you don't just let it drop, but you probably start with empathy first, which seems counterintuitive. So the kid's not in trouble. You're leaning in with curiosity, what's going on there. And then after the kid has an experience of being heard, Then you shift into sharing how that was for you. So there's learning that takes place and you're using your observation, feeling needs language. So it's free of judgment and able to be received. So now there's a whole lot more learning and understanding that happens that allows the kid to stay in the system with love and understanding and clarity. And you're not, putting that kid out on the street and they're still within our learning environment, which is what we want. So I just have great hopes that this could be the answer to that whole school of prison pipeline debacle that so many people are trying to figure out what to do about it. Well, here you go. We've got a perfect little case study for everybody to watch
0: got the paradigm for it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that sounds like it will lead to so much connection, understanding, communication. It sounds like a massive achievement.
1: Yeah. It is a massive achievement. It is. I'm so grateful and excited to see how it's going to play out. And I'm not under any false illusion that it's going to be easy and that we're not going to run into our challenges and it will be a process. But at least we're beginning this and I have a lot of hope for what's to come with it and happiness for the kids. And for the teachers too, for everybody. So that's it. I wanted to share first day of school and NBC is front and center. Now you understand why. And if you're an educator out there, maybe you want to learn how to get this into your school. uh, We're going to be doing a lot more, hopefully information sharing about it and get more and more people involved and more in schools doing it. And you can call in to our Empathy Warm Line. Let us know, hey, I'm out of school. Please come help us. Because we'd love to do that.
0: 850
1: 0488.
0: Thanks all. You've been listening to It's All About Connection NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www. methodcom That's www. T-H-E B-I-G B-I-E-M-E-T h-o-d dot com and remember empathy first